0: Welcome back to episode 74 of the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. Today on the podcast, we're going to discuss a topic that is really interesting and I haven't really heard it discussed a lot on podcasts or shows or, you know, uh, media that I, you know, that I uptake. And basically what it is, is that the spiritual path is not really for everyone or not everyone is really meant to be on a spiritual path. And uh, the reason for that is that um, I believe that if a person was at the point of ascension where they were ready to progress through their reincarnations or whatever stage of spiritual growth they're in, they would naturally be on that uh, spiritual path. But the fact that they're not ready for it or not up to that, Point of development or ascension they're simply not on that path so again the spiritual path is not really for everyone and that's why in many instances when you interact with somebody exchange ideas thoughts conversations with certain people and you bring up spiritual topics it's like you're speaking greek or just totally they totally disassociate with what you're saying and revert it back to sports or just you know some television show that they're watching they really can't relate and don't understand it. don't really care to. So these people are really not, they're really not meant to be on the spiritual path. Like uh, like it was said, uh, don't toss your pearls before swine. In other words, don't toss pearls before pigs because they can't appreciate it. They don't know what it is. So, when a person decides to get on a true spiritual path, it's not easy. And it can be very scary. It takes strength, patience, discipline, perseverance, and willpower and overall fearlessness. You have to be fearless because you're going to be, be confronted by a lot of obstacles and things that are giving you resistance to continue on the path. And in essence, when you're on a spiritual path, it's a lot like a metaphor for, for a business because uh, let's say you're going to start a new business. In order for that business to, business to succeed, that business needs to take risks it needs to invest and it needs to really plan out the strategy, the strategy for success that it's going to have and in essence the greater the risk that the business takes the greater the reward um, and again there's a chance that it's going to crash and 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 really fail uh, or there's a chance that it could do really well and that's the same with us because not everything is given we have to make choices in life and and, and what we're going to do and how far we're going to go. And the higher we want to ascend in life and self-realization, the more risks we have to take and the harder we have to work. So you have to understand that um, the only thing that um, you're really risking as you get on this spiritual path, the, the only thing that you're truly risking is all of the uh, physical attachments that your ego has to this uh, material world or this, this maya this illusionary material world that we have before us and the ego it's really hard for the ego to let go of that because the attachment to it is so strong your ego is going to be jumping up and down like a five-year-old kid saying you know i want this this is mine i want control you can't take this from me why 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 i want this and you need to really have a clear understanding of that because it's going to pull you right off of your path Ascension and bring you right back to the starting line all over again and you're gonna be enmeshed in just numerous, numerous uh failures going back to the beginning and starting all over again. So you have to be aware that the ego does not wanna give up control and it does not want to give up attachment to this Maya, to this material world uh that we're living in. It just it wants what it wants and it's like a five year old and you have to learn how to silence it. Again, this is not easy, but it is achievable. You're going to find as you start following this path to self-realization, to ascension, and to finding the true self, as, as you progress down this path, uh, you know, there's going to be just so many obstacles and things that are going to try to knock you off of this path. And it's not by a coincidence. It's just the way the system is set up. It's set up basically to make it very difficult for you to get there. Uh, why exactly, I'm not sure, but it has a lot to do with the choices that are put before us and the choices that we make. Because the Supreme Being um, is observant of this, and in, uh, what we're doing is as we're moving along this path and ascending up towards self-realization and ascension, what we're doing in essence is becoming more uh godlike in other words emulating or manifesting the god that's within us and getting closer to him so uh it's not e- it's not an easy thing because what you're doing is you're perfecting the self it's like that lump proverbial lump of coal that's in the ground and as you apply pressure and heat and time and pressure and heat and time that black lump of coal becomes a diamond you know, which which we all know is the alchemy of life or the alchemy of the self. So we have to you know be aware of this, that there's going to be a lot of distractions and negative energy uh, coming our way in the form of attachments, in the form of the ego grasping out for things that it wants. Again, negative energy, negative friends, negative entities that are trying to push us off this path and we need to really be strong and persevere and we need to be fearless in order to stay on this path because it's not easy and uh all of that physical attachment is very very hard to shake off um the ego doesn't want to let it go and it doesn't want to give up and one of the main tricks that the ego is going to play on you is it's going to say you know you know let's we could just kind of stray off the path for a minute and you know tomorrow we'll be right back on it And, you know, I'm going to have this piece of, uh, you know, cheesecake or I'm going to go out drinking with my friends and get drunk and just blow a whole lot of money or just be lazy and skip going to the gym or whatever. Whatever things gets in the way of you improving yourself and really continuing down the right path to where you need to be, where you love yourself, where you ascend yourself and you become, again, like I said, self-realized of the true self, of the ascended self. So, anything that gets in the way of that uh, is really just a distraction and the ego getting in the way. You know, that just clouds up everything. So, what you need to do is have a clear vision of the direction that you want to go in and um, focus. You know, have a really clear focus on, you know, the fact that you need to continue down this path of ascension. And it's really interesting because some people have the attitude that ignorance is bliss. So... A person like that doesn't even realize or recognize that this path exists. If you bring up the subject of the path or anything related to, you know, improving the self or the actual self, just addressing it, they're going to say, well, what are you talking about? Because ignorance is bliss. If you don't know, everything is just Hershey bars and Oreo cookies and a glass of milk. It's, it's all fun times and, you know, there's no... Uh, no dues to pays, everything is free, and it's a vacation holiday every day, but what they don't realize is that's the way to destruction, and that's the way to just be a cog in the wheel of this big machine where you will just never know who you really are, and you're going to be subjected to, you know, depression, anxiety, uh, manipulation, and just a whole lot of negative energy, debt, and just Really, a horrendous life of suffering a horrendous life of suffering and attachment to this material world and again that's a very very low low vibration you're going to find as you move along the path uh, in the direction that you need to go you're going to be moving up into higher and higher vibrations and the interesting thing is as you attain higher levels and get into these high levels of vibration it gets to the point where you really strengthen yourself spiritually and it gets a little harder for you to get knocked down because your eyes begin to open and you begin to recognize the real true good from evil and you're going to be able to make those choices of what you need to do and which choice is the good choice and which choice is the bad choice. Again, you're going to make mistakes and you're going to stumble but you're going to become more and more self-aware of these choices that you're making because, again, it really all boils down to just a few real components that you have to deal with here. Choices, attachment, ego, okay? So the choices you make, they could be choices to go in the right direction or the wrong direction. Um, The ego is something that you're either going to put in check or you're going to let the ego run you, like that subconscious recording that, you know... Is going to control you and knock you off your path. And then again, the ego is equated with the attachment. So the ego wants to attach to to, to the material world and to Maya. And and when I say Maya, Maya is the material world. It's the Indian word. And that's just going to knock you off your path and you're going to be starting all over again. So it's like a vicious cycle and an endless cycle. And that's why, um, as reincarnation dictates, the ultimate goal of all of this is for you... To become the ascended self, the self-realized self, and become aligned with the Godhead. Not that you're God, but you're aligned with the Godhead in the same thinking, in the same speech, in the same uh, right action, okay? Where you're aligned with the Godhead, and the choices that you make are aligned with the Godhead. Whatever label you want to put, you know, the universe or whatever, and you're ascending up into the light and into what is the perfection of, of all existence and the unification with, with the one, you know, the connection of all things. So this is really the ultimate goal to get there. Again, a lot of people don't, aren't even aware that this exists and, and these are just, uh, really just cogs in the wheel. And, uh, at some point, hopefully they do become aware of this path and aware of the right you know, the right thinking, the right speech, the right action, and the and the right way to travel on this path. Uh, they become aware that they need to make the right choices. But again, a lot of people not really intended to be on this path. So the first determination that you may have to make for yourself is understand that this path does exist and that uh, your purpose here is to continue along this path to the perfection of the self. Another component that uh, factors into this is when you say make choices, choices between darkness and light. Uh, You have to understand that, yes, you know, the light is obviously good, and the darkness is, you know, not good is bad. Uh, Not necessarily bad in the sense of evil and bad or whatever, which evil is part of the darkness, but there's just the part of darkness that's just dark, which is the absence of light. But to boil it down to, you know, simple, uh, simple statement is that, that light needs the darkness to exist, and the darkness needs the light to exist, because what um, darkness is, is the absence of all light. And um, what light is, is the illumination of all the darkness through virtue of the light itself, which is the self-existent, self-realized manifestation of the Godhead, or you know the Supreme Being, which is light. As I said, you know, there's only one thing that's singular in all of creation. Everything is duplicitous, and everything is dualistic. Everything is comprised of atoms, which have positive and negative charge. There's only one thing in all of existence that's singular, and that's a photon of light, which is God, the Godhead the supreme. So just something something to walk away with. Now, the other thing that we need to be aware of is that... Um, when you're talking about this darkness and light and the recognition of the choices that you have to make, um, to simply make a statement and say that, again, darkness is evil and darkness is bad, there's truth in that, in that evil and everything does come from the darkness. And like I said, there's an element of that and there's an element that darkness is just the absence of light. But um, the word Buddha itself, okay, is not is not a name, but it's actually a title, and the the word Buddha, the title, actually means he who is awake, or the the awakened one, okay? And when the Buddha sat under, siddhartha Gautama Buddha, was sitting under the Bodhi tree for 40 days and 40 nights, you know, when he went to become enlightened, he was sitting under the Bodhi tree for 40 days and 40 nights, upon the 40th day, you know, he opened up his eyes, And the first thing that he saw was Mara, which is the devil, evil, incarnate. Uh, He saw Mara, and Mara got up and shot flaming arrows at the Buddha. And here's where the connection to all things comes in. As the Buddha looked upon Mara and saw these flaming arrows coming at him, the Buddha realized that Mara was just his shadow, was just a manifestation of Of his other side was a manifestation of his own shadow. So upon realizing that Mara was just a manifestation of his own shadow. Those flaming arrows that Mara shot at Buddha. Turned into lotus flowers and fell to the ground. Again this is a really profound concept. But this is illustrating the point of the connection and the oneness of all things. You know. So you know a lot of people fear evil. And. You know, they live. We're living in a world that's controlled by fear, fear-based control, and antidepressants, and all these things. You have to understand that you know you're not hopeless, and you know unable to handle these things. You have to understand that you have all of the power within you to overcome all of these things, just by employing that same thinking that the Buddha employed. There, recognizing that you know these a lot of these evil things and these evil elements are just a shadow or the flip side of the self. And again, you make a choice to to disassociate from that or recognize that that's just the shadow side of the self and, and pursue and go after the light. Um, another really big distraction as you're on this path, um, I always really beat down television and it's true. <clears throat> so another obstacle here is that uh, you might be, you know, doing well and you're doing good on your path and you start watching television. And as you're watching TV, one of these um, commercials for antidepressant come on, <clears throat> like Abilify or one of these. And it and there's so many of them. There's so many antidepressant commercials. And then there's a new thing now. It's not just an antidepressant uh, medication, but it's a supplement to your antidepressant because your one antidepressant is not enough. It needs one or two supplements to boost it. Serotonin uptake inhibitors and all SSRIs, all of these things that really screw your brain up. As a matter of fact, a lot of these mass shootings and suicides and everything like that are a result of people that are on SSRIs, and it just completely screws up the chemistry in their brain. But I digress. So, um, you, you'll be on your path doing very well, and you'll be moving along the path, going in the direction you need to go, making the right choices and doing everything great, and you watch television. So, one of these commercials for an antidepressant comes on, and it'll be the typical, you know, a man or a woman sitting in a rocking chair... Uh, They're sitting by a window, and it's kind of like drizzling, raining, very gray outside. And, you know, as the person is rocking back and forth in the chair, you know, the camera will do a real tight close-up on a coffee cup, and then you'll hear a clock ticking. Then the camera will pan off to the clock, and you'll see the second hand ticking. And it's, like, really depressing. I mean, not that I get depressed by it, but just the way they, you know, through the trick of the camera and the lens and the perspective and all of this cinematography, cinematography, whatever, I'm not an expert on that, but you know what I mean, you know, you're going to feel depressed, I mean, they're making it look like, you know, just the same way that they can make some, you know, they could have a, a guy running down the field on a sunny day and he catches a football and he, you know, he spikes it and jumps up, you know, you're going to feel great, well, you know, if you're showing a dude on a rocking chair, you know, halfway crying and it's raining and you see a clock ticking, you're going to be like, this is, this is kind of a downer. So we're subjected to this. And, and that's why, really, it's a good idea not to watch TV at all or watch it very, very minimally. Be, be selective of what you watch. You know, watch documentaries. You know, informative things. Maybe a little, a little Adult Swim. I think that's kind of funny. I kind of... The little bit of TV that I watch, I'll watch some Adult Swim. Um, you know, so there's a few... Like I said, there's a few shows. Like like I, like I keep bringing up, it's Delocated. It's, like I said, it's one of my favorite shows. That dude is just so stupid and so funny. Anyway, I digress. So you have to understand that there's a whole mechanism uh, in place here to attack your subconscious mind and to knock you off of your path. And we have to be aware that that's out there and uh, we have to make the right choices to keep us on the right path. You know, you're going to slip and slide here and there. But um, another metaphor is that you're going to be, you know, traveling down your path and, uh, you know, you're running full speed. You know, metaphorically, you're on the right path and you're running. And all of a sudden the line jumps, you know, right into your path. Now you got, again, you're back to your choices. You know, choice A is to turn around and run back to the to the start line and just run away from the line and lose all of that ground that you've gained. Or as you see the line coming, speed up a little faster and just jump, catapult right over that line and just keep going and leave them in the dust behind you. Okay, so this is really the approach that you want to take if you want to make it t- to that ultimate goal of ascension self-realization and knowledge of self you know you want to jump over that line metaphorically and just keep going because why why lose this ground you know um i heard something on a podcast the other day about you know just to switch subjects but it's on the same topic um on on the lucid dreaming and it's something that I, i heard the person say it and i actually do practice it myself in my lucid dreaming and it's really interesting And what the person... It was on the um, Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli. I I love that podcast. Sam Tripoli's the man. Love Sam Tripoli. Becoming my favorite podcast, actually. But what the guy was saying was um, that... I'm not sure if he was talking about lucid dreaming, but he was talking about when you're in the spiritual kind of mindscape space... Uh, If you see a negative entity, the worst thing to do is to run away from it. And what you want to really do is run towards it. Because upon running towards it, what you're going to do is do that whole recognizing it's your shadow. And it's going to eliminate. And actually, it's going to go from being something imposing fear on you. It's actually going to give you growth and benefit. Because you, you looked at the challenge and you ran through that challenge. okay, And you grew from that. You know how that goes because you you faced your fear and now you won and now you grow. So what I find, it's funny, but what I find in my lucid dreaming, and there's two different things that relate to this. When I do my lucid dreaming, um, one thing that I've noticed is um, there'll be some type of monster or some type of um, imposing entity that wants to hurt me. Something very dark and, and imposing. You know, like, a whatever it is, like, a criminal, whatever it is, like, just some negative, bad entity, okay, that wants to hurt me. And I'll kind of realize that I'm in my lucid dream, and I'll be scared shitless, I'll be scared, but I will say to myself, you know what, and I'll just run at this thing and kind of roar, like, like, right at it, and then all of a sudden, like, I'll be, you know, in a cornfield, or, like, just something really positive will happen, um, and it's very, very true what this guy said. So wh- whoever that was on that show, he was one he was 100% right. I would just... And wh- I didn't... You know, th- I've been doing this for years. I would run right at the thing and and, and it would just kind of disappear and convert it to something positive. I would grow. I would face my fear and say to myself, damn, I, I was pretty good there. That's the one thing. The other thing that is similar but it's kind of weird... I will be in my home that I'm living now, my home, and and, uh, I'll be upstairs in the second floor in the bedroom doing whatever on my laptop, and then I would say to myself, you know, I think I'm dreaming, or I'm not sure, but you know what, I want to go down into the basement with the lights out, dark, and go into the darkest corner of my basement, and just go there just to make sure that if anything is down there that it knows I'm here. I know it sounds weird, but like in other words, if there's a dark entity or something that's going to be fearful or something that's trying to impose fear on me, I'm going to face it. And what I would do is literally, and I see myself walking down step by step by step all the way into the basement, which is actually where I'm sitting right now, my basement, I, I do this podcast out of my basement. And I would deliberately take a step down, 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 down into the basement, open the door to the basement, walk down the stairs to the basement and go into like the darkest corner of the bathroom or whatever and it's weird because in the dream it's kind of like the basement that I have, but it's kind of different. For what it's weird, but it but I know it's my basement, and uh, and in my head I'm like, yeah, I'm here, I'm here, bitch, you know, like basically, and uh, I'll walk around, and then it'll go from being pitch black to like being gray, slightly illuminated. It's kind of weird, and. Everything clears up. I mean, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I faced my fear. And not only was something coming after me, I went after it. I went after the fear. You know, again, this is this is an elusive dream. So it's kind of crazy. And I kind of, at some point at that point, I'll wake up or I'll kind of just go back upstairs or whatever. And just, it'll, it'll become like just something else completely different. But I felt a little bit of growth or just a little bit of myself moving further down the path as a result of this. Because I, again, faced my fear. So there's a lot of elements to this, um, this path thing, you know, and that whole thing with the marble with the flaming arrows, recognizing that it's the shadow, it's really, really important, okay? And I guess this aligns a lot with back before we were in this current civilization that we were in, but back in our older civilizations, we have what's called shaman or medicine men. And these shamans uh, had an ability to interact with this spiritual world, with the spiritual path, and these were obviously ascended people, self-realized people, and they had a much deeper understanding than the the, the population around them. That's why they were shamans and doctors and medicine men. But in essence, back then, if a person had something that was vexing them, or just something that was troubling them, or some psychological thing, they would come to the shaman. And the shaman would either do a dance or sing, sing some kind of um, Icarus or some kind of song and beat on his drum rhythmically or something, Give him, maybe give him some weed to smoke, whatever they did back then, and the person would get better, you know, and they would grow and ascend and move forward, and this is, was, was the shaman's job, you know, because he had a real good understanding of this. I guess the equivalent today is, um, you know, a person is not feeling right or something is going on, and they go... They go to a psychiatrist or doctor who immediately gives them antidepressants and opioids or opiates or whatever. And now this person is addicted to drugs and they basically have a downward, many incidents have a downward spiral because they're under the control of the, you know, medical industry and the pharmaceutical industry, which is just here to drug us all up and dumb us all down, you know. So now... Where's the place of the shaman? It doesn't exist. And that's really, we need to get back to that time of the shaman and the time of us healing ourselves and having, you know, the ability to work through our own situations and work through our own healing without getting drugged up and dragged down. So, it's just an interesting point. And another thing that has happened is that basically... Um, This new age modern movement really tried to hijack everything with this whole um, attraction, the law of attraction, manifesting things. You know, I want to manifest a Jeep Cherokee. I want to manifest a Caribbean cruise and uh, whatever other nonsense they're coming up with. But it's, again, the only thing that that does is it pulls us away from really the path that we're supposed to be on. Because it, it dictates that, you know, you're going to want to manifest this uh, these, this richness and you're going to have these crystals and you're going to have, you know, you're going to be burning this incense and, you know, it's just total bullshit. And again, it just pulls us away from the true path that we need to be on, this whole manifesting new age bullshit. You have to be very, very careful because really here, what it is. There's two main enemies that you have to be really, really careful with. One is this control mechanism system that they have imposed on us. And the other enemy, and it might even be a bigger enemy, is the ego. Because the ego is the one that gets you into all the trouble with the attachment to everything. Because the ego is ultimately the one that wants to attach to this control mechanism. You know, in Taoism, basically, the the whole principle or the whole premise behind Taoism, to put it really simply in a nutshell, is Taoism is observing nature. While removing the ego, so observing nature the way it actually is, and uh, that's something you might, might want to really look into. And uh, it's really, really interesting. I mean, even if you were walking through a park or a forest or a wooded area and you just kind of silenced yourself down, focused on your breathing started listening to the birds and the animals and the little noises and the little critters that are running around and you kind of you know get away from this rat race that we're in and kind of remove your ego and tone it down and turn the volume down on your ego and just observe you're going to begin to kind of get that whole Taoist feeling for everything that's going on around you and it's some of you might understand me some might not but you know, if you really are a person that is traveling on the right way, making the right choices, and have the right mindset, when you do go through a wooded area or a park, you're going to feel that connection and that, that uh, I, I was almost going to use the word attachment, but it's really not an attachment, it's a connection. I equate attachment to negative things, attachment to, to, to the material, but you'll feel a connection, not an attachment, but a connection to nature, and that which is natural and where you should be. So, there's... You know, that's something really to be really mindful of. Because what when you talk about the ego, the ego can never really be... The ego and the senses can never really be fully gratified. Because what in essence happens to the regular person that's not aware is they live to gratify their senses. And that's the total opposite of the way we're supposed to live because we we really shouldn't live to gratify our senses because the senses can never be truly fully gratified. Because once you hit that crescendo, and I went over this on my first or second podcast, but once you hit that crescendo where whatever it is that you're doing, you hit that crescendo of gratification, you immediately wind back down again, being from gratified to being down on the scale of not being gratified because you can't stay up there. It's just not natural. So if you live to gratify your senses, your senses can never be always pure uh, truly gratified. So you're in a vicious cycle of just living to gratify your senses. no you have to detach to live from gratifying for your senses and you have to live to be self-realized. Um, and that's when you're gonna really be know that you're on the true spiritual path because uh, to live to gratify your senses is really not the way that's again that's just attachment, that's ego. And that's bringing you back to the starting line uh, of, of uh, ascension, okay? So I'm hitting, let's say, 30 minutes here. Let me just see if there's any other points I need to cover. Yeah, man, just be aware that, you know, the system is throwing monkey wrenches at you, basically. Metaphorical monkey wrenches at you just to screw you up and throw you off your path. And your goal is to head to that finish line because ultimately once you hit that finish line of ascension of discovering and realizing the self and self-realization what happens ultimately is you'll get to the point where you don't reincarnate anymore and you become part of the godhead you align yourself with the supreme not that you'll be the supreme but you're going to be aligned with him and you would have ascended past this this simple existence this because this is a test down here I believe we're being tested so that ultimately we can make the right choices and uh, grow in the right way and learn through actual living and example and through being tested where we can align ourselves with the Supreme being God and be worthy of of being in his company after that i don't know exactly what that means but i i I believe that this really is a test on here we'll be we're being tested and then who knows what happens from here maybe there's another plane that we go to that's just you know all cool people i don't know but definitely um there's a lot of screwy stuff that's going on down here and what you have to do is have that vision and ability to see the good from evil make the right choices you know and uh as a side note, too, um, before I close out on this, I've been posting a couple of things trying to promote my podcast on Reddit, on like a couple of the Buddhist sites and Taoist Tao sites. And there's such negative, negative energy and negative people on Reddit. These are supposed to be people that are into Buddhism and into Taoism and into Eastern philosophy. And you know, I put you know, listen to Alpha Male Buddhists from Brooklyn podcast, and immediately the first responses I get are, oh, "There's no way I can listen to anything with the with the word Alpha Male." What, do you, what part of it is Alpha Male? And do you, you know, like in other words? And I responded to some guy I says Alpha Male, so you think that you know, just you you can't listen to my podcast just. Because of you, you, you know, you're judging it by the title of of the podcast. For all of you who have been listening to me, I'm not a chest thumping, constructed helmet wearing, you know, bat swinging, gunslinging, you know, alpha male kook. I'm a regular dude, and I have my views. You know, I do have my backbone, and I have my strong side, and I have my Buddhist side, my spiritual side, and uh, but these people on Reddit, they're they're just vicious. And it's actually funny because they'll throw this whole slew of stuff at me and I'll just say to them, okay, or in a couple of, if you want to go on Reddit, there's some funny replies that I have. I think my name on there is Alpha Male Buddhist. Um, actually, I have a subreddit there, but it's empty. It'd be nice to get some content in there, some people writing on there, but and contributing on there. But Reddit is like such a negative space, man, and there's so much hate. And these people espousing to be self-realized, they're just making judgments. It's this whole new safe space, uh, cream puff, snowflake stuff. And it's like, oh, you're an alpha male? Really? Are you into, like, you know, misogynistic? And I, I, I really don't get it. And I told a few people, why don't you, you know, did you listen to an episode? Or did you listen to even my introduction? I mean, to see what I talk about. Oh, because of the title and everything. And it's it's just, it, it almost gets to the point where it's funny. Because you're all spiritual and I I, I don't know. I, I think it's just a bunch of haters drinking that haterade. Um, yeah, because and really basically the response that I give them is um, I'm not here, you know, seeking your appro- approval or seeking your validation. And, uh, you know, I'm not asking you to listen to my podcast. I'm just putting it out there for those who might want to hear it. You know, it's a Oh, and then another guy said that, oh, I, I looked at your shows and it's just all eclectic stuff, and you really don't talk about Buddhism because uh, you haven't read the f- fifth chakra of the whatever, whatever. Which, and when it comes to Buddhism, I don't read any of those books. The only Buddhist book that I read is the Dharmapada, which are Buddhist words. The problem with a lot of Buddhism is it gets too much caught up into pomp and circumstance and ceremony and some esoteric stuff that I guess if you're into that, that's cool, but that's not me. I like to go right to the source, to the pure water, the Dharma, part of the words of the Buddha himself. All that you, all that we are, is what we think, you know. So I'll, I'll, I'll hit these people with some real. I got some really good responses on there that I've written back to some of these people. Kind of put them in their place, and, uh, and then they start getting up. One dude actually kind of ripped on me, and he was just going on and on, cursing, and just all of this negative. Called me a, a juggalo, you know, whatever, right? And uh, I look at his profile and his, you know, on Reddit, it says your birthday. So it said day one. So in other words, he basically just literally at that moment created that profile on Reddit just to get at me. And I called him out and said, dude, you really just created this profile to troll me on Reddit? Are you serious? And I kind of went off on it. Dude, I deleted some of those comments because I went a little dark on him. But um, in a way, I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of like a mirror in some instances. In a moment of weakness, I'm kind of like a mirror. If you're giving me negative energy, I'm just going to bounce it right back at you, you know. I guess that's the alpha male side, I don't know. But uh, sometimes I don't like to take shit either because, you know, there's really no need. Some of these people that try to bully, there's kids that commit suicide and stuff like that just because they get trolled or bullied on the internet and, you know, they feel like they can get away with that. Sometimes a bully needs to get punched in the mouth, you know. And, uh, you know, I come out all nice and spiritual, but, you know, I come out my back real quick, you know, with these with these cats on, the, these internet uh, tough guys, as it were. So, you know, I did, that was my little bit on Reddit. If you guys want to see some interesting exchanges, you might want to go on to Reddit. And uh, my name on there is Alpha Male Buddhist. And I think the forums that I put it on were um, Buddhism and Taoism, I guess. But if you do Alpha Male Buddhist, you can see some of my exchanges. It would be nice to get a little feedback on that uh i don't profess to be perfect i'm a regular dude a hard-working guy and i try to do the right things and stay on the right path and make the right choices you know and uh try to put out this podcast to edify people and to have an exchange where people can have something good to listen to not to hate and criticize but there's a lot of podcasts out there that are garbage i just have to be honest with you like a lot of comedy stuff and just guys riffing and talking about farts and Just dumb shit, you know, that makes really, you know, how how much weed they smoked and about this movie and, and, you know, I I don't know. I just don't get it. I guess there's a market for all that stuff. Or depending on what level you are, you might have an appreciation for some stuff that's very low vibration. But uh, I try to put out a good podcast with good content. Uh, and what I'm trying to do now in the beginning, I put a lot of uh, YouTube clips on and YouTube speakers, which if you go back to some of those, you know, there's some really good content on there, but, um, I'm trying to speak more now and give my own expression. And those episodes, oddly enough, the last, uh, five or six podcasts that I put out over the past, I guess, two weeks, two or three weeks are all in my top 10. So they're all rating really good. It seems like people enjoy it when I just speak myself, which I like. I really would like to get some feedback from my listeners. Um I'm getting listeners from all over the world, just oddball little countries, big countries everywhere. Every country I'm getting listeners from, so I'd really like to get some feedback from you. I would also like to promote the podcast. I'd like to grow a little bit more. Um, I'd like to get more listeners. And um so if you have a friend just tell them, you know, hey, give this guy a listen. I have a lot of different topics that I cover and a lot of t- different topics that I discuss. And I really come from the heart. I really try to give it the way it is. I'm not I'm not looking for... I mean, if you want to put likes on there and give good ratings and all that stuff, that's great. I know on iTunes it rates a lot. I'm blowing up on Spotify. I'm, do, I'm getting half of my listens from Spotify. So, hey, people, if you're on Spotify, man, just give me a shout-out and let me know that you're listening on Spotify. Just say, hey, Micah, you know... I'm, i follow you on spotify because i don't know how many uh subscribers that i have i i know on Podbean i could see there's a few on there but i mean there was one podcast catcher that i looked on and i had like 50 subscribers on there that i didn't know existed so and that was like a month and a half ago so I, i might have more than that but let me keep my ego down listeners you know reach out to me let me know you know what you think of the show give me feedback ideas and uh if you like the direction of the show what i'm doing maybe if you could tell me what some of your favorite episodes are and uh that would really appreciate that i'm getting a lot out of this podcast and uh, i hope you guys are getting something out of it too tell your friends about the podcast so they can listen and uh i really appreciate uh really appreciate you guys Namaste, and thank you for listening. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. My email address is alpha male buddhist at gmail.com. My website is alpha alphamalebuddhist.com dot dot com my instagram is alpha male buddhist and my subreddit is reddit.com forward slash r forward slash alpha male buddhist that's my subreddit where you can comment and interact with other listeners and it's a great forum to sit and have an open dialogue so again thank you for listening and namaste